I felt like going on a hike last weekend, but I wasn't quite sure where yet or how long or what the weather was going to be like or who I was going with. So I waited till the last minute until literally as we were driving before we settled on Haystack Mountain, one of the Saranac Lake Sixers. It used to be that easy to hike anywhere in the Adirondacks. You just go. But now with crazy busy trails, choked parking lots, and now a reservation system for one of the most popular areas, you have to plan ahead or you'll be disappointed. Lots of takes on new ways to deal with the crowds this summer on today's story of the day. Story of the Day is supported by Champlain College Online, helping New Englanders advance their careers with certificates in business, cybersecurity, IT, and healthcare. Champlain.edu slash New England. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Tuesday, May 18th. First up, Governor Andrew Cuomo released his tax returns yesterday. They show Cuomo will be paid over $5 million for a memoir he wrote about how he managed the COVID-19 pandemic. Karen DeWitt reports from Albany. According to the tax returns, Cuomo was paid $3.1 million for the book in 2020 and will receive another $2 million over the next two years. The memoir has come under criticism after it was revealed that Cuomo did not fully disclose the number of nursing home resident deaths during the pandemic, a matter that is under federal investigation. The state's attorney general and an assembly impeachment inquiry are also looking into allegations that Cuomo's staff helped him write and promote the book, which would be a violation of the state's public officer's law. The governor has said staff volunteered to help with the book, and he's denied that he or his aides hid nursing home death numbers. The book, which sold well initially, is now out of print due to the controversies. A Cuomo spokesperson says the governor netted $1.5 million from the book after taxes. $500,000 of his profits from the memoir he donated to the United Way of New York for COVID relief services. The rest of the money will be kept in a trust for his three daughters. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt. One slice of new pandemic news. County fairs are starting to announce they're on for this summer after losing last year to the pandemic. Jefferson County's fair will take place July 13th through the 18th at the Alex Duffy Fairgrounds in Watertown with a full Carnival Midway, entertainment and agricultural events. Cuomo announced yesterday that county fairs can take place this summer across New York, but with social distancing in place and a permit from the county health department. And fairs attracting more than 5,000 people will need state health department approval. Washington County announced last week its fair will take place in late August. If you're planning on hiking in the Adirondacks this summer, you may need to do a little prep in advance. One of the park's most popular trailheads now requires a reservation, and the state has blocked some smaller parking lots in the high peaks. Emily Russell reports. Let's start with those smaller lots that are now blocked off. They're on the one main highway that leads north into Keene Valley. I'm standing here along Route 73, and you can hear the, the cars speeding by me and uh, there are now these big 
metal stakes uh, put into the ground to prevent people from parking here. The state says these stakes, or delineators as they call them, were put in for safety reasons. People were parking all along this busy road, sometimes walking more than a mile to get to their trailhead. They're also blocking off a few unofficial parking lots, including one near the popular Beer Walls climbing area north of Chapel Pond. Climbing guide Kel Rossiter is not a fan. When you're coming to a natural area and the first thing you see is a row of jail bars, um, that's not a welcoming and attractive view. Rossiter's guiding business is based in Burlington, but he leads a lot of trips in the Adirondacks. He says the new restrictions will change where he brings climbers, which could be bad for business in small communities like Keene Valley. Rossiter says he's frustrated the DEC didn't reach out to the outdoor community ahead of these new restrictions. There's been absolutely no attempt to get stakeholder input as to how to solve the problem. It's just been a heavy-handed approach from the DEC. The D.C. says the new restrictions were, in part, a response to the High Peaks Advisory Board, which recommended improving safety along this road. A few D.C. officials, including Deputy Commissioner Katie Petronas, have also since gone to a town meeting in Keene. Petronas says the state felt pressed for time when they installed the stakes in mid-April. We had a very short time frame between sort of snow out and the beginning of peak visitation season in that stretch of the Adirondacks and really wanted to act quickly to manage safety there. D.C. is in a tough spot. Keene Town Supervisor Joe Pete Wilson. You ignore safety to give more access or you put some constraints on access to address safety. Are those perfect? Absolutely not. But did something need to be done? Wilson says absolutely. He thinks the same is true for the Adirondack Mountain Reserve. That brings us to the next set of new restrictions in the high peaks. The AMR is one of the busiest trailheads in the park. It's also privately owned. So the state and the Osable Club, which owns AMR, now require hikers to reserve a parking spot in advance. The pilot program was announced this spring. But not everyone has gotten the memo, says Ethan Shu. I've had a lot of complaints. Shu works security at the lot. He's wearing a bright orange safety vest and a green AMR face mask. People that have like traveled far and didn't realize they needed a, a reservation, and I have to tell them like I'm sorry, like you need one to park here. For people who don't have a reservation, Shu hands them a pamphlet that tells them how to make one in the future. It also points them to Marcy Field up the road in Keene Valley. That lot is a lot bigger, and in the summer, hikers can hop on a shuttle up to another of the park's most popular trailheads. On this day, Eric Pop did have a reservation at the AMR. What did you hike? Uh, We did uh, uh, both upper and lower wolf jaw today. Pop is from Pennsylvania. The weather was good, so he took a couple days off work and drove up with a friend. It's a weekday, still spring, so Pop didn't have any trouble getting a reservation. But he says he can see how that won't be the case for everyone. It's a bit of a hassle, so it's tough to kind of plan this out. I think for most folks, uh, you know, they're booking out in advance. But the problem there is they're taking a gamble on the weather. Ultimately, Pop thinks the reservation system is worth trying. Others, like hiking guide Sarah Bacon, says it adds unnecessary uncertainty to her business. In order to guide people out of the AMR, we're going to have to hope that not only we can get a reservation, 
but our clients can get a reservation as well. The DEC did double the size of the AMR lot to handle the increase in traffic in recent years. Bacon says she gets that it was unsafe and unsustainable the way it was before. The lot would sometimes fill up by 5 a.m. and overflow parking would stretch along Route 73. But Bacon says the new restrictions are not the way to go. I think the answer isn't to limit accessibility. I think the answer is to find a way to accommodate all the people who are looking to get outdoors. One thing Bacon would like to see is a shuttle service throughout the high peaks. The DEC's Katie Petronas says that is on their list of options. Ultimately, Petronas sees this kind of interest and investment in the Adirondacks as a good thing. It's great that so many more people are, you know, wanting to get outside, discovering the outdoors. I think it's fantastic, but it, it certainly also creates a management challenge. A management challenge, Petronas says, that's flexible. The stakes along Route 73 may not be permanent, and the reservation system at the AMR is only a pilot program. That means a lot could change in the Adirondacks from this year to the next. Emily Russell, North Country Public Radio in Keene Valley. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Eric Pasternak of Bloomingdale and David Archibald of Mighty Kingston, Ontario. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.